With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. We're going to need a foot doctor on a Saturday morning as we welcome you in. The big guy, Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. We were just talking. I know this will shock you, longtime listeners and viewers of the Lombardi Line. We were actually talking about the 76ers before the show started and Joel Embiid's foot. Michael Lombardi, good morning. I'm very concerned about it. In fact, I, I usually on Saturday mornings, I always come to the Borgata. And, and Howard Eskin, local Philadelphia personality, he has the show down there. He's got a full buffet, breakfast if you mm. need eggs, French toast, whatever you just need. Just like he's you got do. It right there. No, yeah, exactly. Just like I do, right? So, so uh, I always walk by his little cantina over there. I don't touch any of his food. No, I won't. Uh, even Justin over here doesn't touch it. And then we discuss the Joel Embiid MVP candidacy, which – Makes tremendous sense for me, considering what are they a six seed? Most MVPs have their team at a six seed. So, and then he's got foot soreness, so he's missed some few games. So, uh, prayers and well wishes are sended to the great one. You are taken care of there, just like Howard Eskin, and you are ready to go on a big time Saturday. How are we feeling today? It is the last weekend uh, of the regular love- season. Got a double header today. I love Saturday football. I mean, there's no, and I love Saturday. No start the little late football. Like start at four o'clock. I can go home. I could do a little writing, do some things, and then get into the game and and see it. I, I think both these teams. I, I think the Raiders will try to play as well as they can play for the team that they have currently. You know, we know that there are a lot of injuries on their team defensively. We'll see Jarrett Stidham play another game. Uh, And then I think uh, ultimately the night game, we get a playoff game. We really start the playoffs tonight at 8 o'clock. It's a playoff game. Now, you may not like the game. You may not like both either team, but it's a playoff game because winner gets in. Yep, you nailed it. 11 of the 14 spots filled for the postseason. Six teams in the NFC have locked it up. Five teams in the AFC. We're going to start off Kansas City, Vegas. Vegas all of a sudden has a little bit of good juice uh, surrounding the organization. Kansas City, of course, can wrap up the one seed. They're laying nine, nine and a half in Vegas. And then I don't know why you say that about the matchup. I'm actually fired up about Tennessee and Jacksonville. Jacksonville's got a little juice now across the league because it's a young team, a team that really has started to play well in the second half of the season. They're laying six and a half hosting Tennessee. Yeah, I, I know. I love the matchup, and I love the fact that we're going to get a chess game in inside the game. I love Vrabel taking the approach of, "Hey, look, we got ten ga- ten days to to move forward." You know, we, from the, gave Joshua Dobbs some reps, got him mm-hmm. going. 
Now he game plans. He knows what they're going to do. And then how Doug Peterson reacts to it. I think there's really going to be the chess game within the chess game. So I'm looking forward to it. I really am, Patrick. I think it'll be fun. And I do think these, you know, Jacksonville, as I wrote about in early in early September, Jacksonville has the most talented team in the South. There's no doubt. And, and, and partly it stems from being with that quarterback, right? So they have the quarterback and – and then they've got some really good skill around. When Calvin Ridley shows up next year, assuming he becomes the Calvin Ridley, which I think was a great trade by Trent Baalke to make, to get this player with two more years on a contract that very economic value to add to, this, to the receiving core that he has to go with, the, the, with the, the skill players, I think they could be a really good team. They need to improve defensively, but this is a good team. And they were playing better defensively earlier in the year. They kind of hit a wall. They turned it over. Peterson stopped being analytically going for it on fourth down, so I like their team. I really do, and I think the quarterback was sensational in the last time they played against Tennessee. He's going to have to be that way today as well. Okay, two games today, 14 tomorrow, a win you're in with the Titans-Jags. We're going to start off with the Chiefs-Raiders, but before we do, shouldn't we take a step back here? We've got two hours. Shouldn't we take a step back and take a deep breath? Because if you think about it, we're sitting here January 7th, Saturday. Look what happened on Monday. And look how much has transpired since Monday. Let's start with Demar Hamlin. Okay, remarkable recovery. The biggest concern, and Michael, you talked to a doctor friend of yours. The biggest concern was going to be neurological. Was was he going to snap once he woke up? And the fact that he has now everything's kind of come together. Yesterday, or was it yesterday or two days ago, Michael, where he was facetiming with his teammates? He was giving them the heart sign. He was giving them the flex sign. I mean, we should start and then we'll move on. But the best news of the week: Demar Hamlin is making a recovery here. Yeah, and zoomed. You know, he zoomed with his with his teammates, which really uplifted the Buffalo team and along with the Buffalo community. Uh, so I think that was tremendous. And we've come a long way in a week. Now we can complain about how everything's going to get seated. To me, that's insignificant. It's this young man is on the road to recovery. Every day he'll get stronger, and hopefully soon he'll be able to leave the hospital and, and resume whatever life he can lead after this. Does that mean he can he play football? I don't know. But like the doctor said, he's won the game of life Michael also there's another byproduct of this all of a sudden a team in Buffalo that was and you can tell they're enti- they're a really closely knit team that was completely overwhelmed by the situation all of a sudden comes out on the other end with a renewed purpose you see what I'm saying here like yeah. they're this they're completely inspired by what's happened and this is a team that all of a sudden becomes already dangerous even more dangerous because of the extra motivation here no doubt. And, I mean, they are dangerous. I mean, and they have always played New England extremely well. I mean, the last time they lost to New England was in Buffalo with the win game, and they were they, – they kind of – since that game, Buffalo's changed their mentality of how they want to handle the football offensively. But, yes, I, I think this is great motivation. Look, they're going to have to play well. Right? you got a lot of inspired players, but inspiration leads you to focus and concentration. It doesn't lead you to win. They're going to have to still play well, and I think they will. In the wake of Monday's cancellation with the Bills-Bengals, two modifications made yesterday, and we should just quickly touch on it. The neutral site for the AFC Championship game and some combination, Kansas City, of course, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. We won't get into the minute minutia of it, but just that's the neutral as far as the AFC Championship game. Also, the NFL has given Baltimore a chance to host a wildcard game. Even though they're going to finish behind Cincinnati in division, Michael, if they beat the Bengals yet tomorrow in Cincinnati, 
those two teams, they may be scheduled to meet in the wild card round. There's going to be a coin flip for home fields in that wild card match up against the Ravens and Bengals if the Ravens were to beat the Bengals tomorrow. So that those are the two yeah. modifications we should mention off the top. Right, and we know this. The Ravens are going with their B squad to Cincinnati, and they know they're going to go back to Cincinnati again. So, you know, as betters, be really careful here about, you know, understanding we saw the line go from seven to ten it's come back back down to nine we know a lot of people are playing the number not the game not the team so you know if you're john harbaugh how much do you really show in this game because you know you got to go back and if you're cincinnati how much do you extol in this game because you know baltimore's coming back very interesting game here you know it's hard to beat a team twice and it's hard to beat a team two times in a row when you play them when you got to go back to back you know, and especially when each team knows each other really well. And it leads down to one question, is Lamar Jackson going to come back? And I keep asking people around the league that question, and, and nobody seems to know that, you know, the treatment. There's been no uh, – there's been no – on-the-field activity by Lamar. Everything treatment's been done in the training room. He goes in the training room. He goes home. He go, It's back and forth. So I have no answer on if we're going to see Lamar. My instinct says there's no way. Do you think there's tension? Is it a contentious relationship right now with the organization and Jackson, known as such a great kid? I think it's frustration. I think it's frustration. I think there's only one person, to, well, there's one team to blame, and this is the Cleveland Browns. I mean, this all stems from Deshaun Watson's contract. Well, you, can, you, can, you can get frustrated Correct. all you want, but that's really where it comes from, and I think that's, that's the issue here. And it is... It is because of the guarantee that they gave Watson, the unprecedented contract that they gave Watson. The ripple effects is going through the league. And Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Ravens, said it at the time when the contract came up. Okay. Well, there it is. Would you like to say anything else about Joel Embiid before we launch officially into the show? And we're going to get to Kansas I'm City. Very, you can I'm wrap up the one seat. I'm very comfortable. He's I don't. Th I think you're misleading me. I, yeah, I think you're frustrated <laughs> with the team. And uh, by comedy. the way, full disclosure: before the show started, I admitted to you if I had to pull for that team, uh, that would be that's a tall task. Okay, let's oh, do man. it. I know a team that Millie is pulling for, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, so six and ten. I mentioned some positive juice around the Raiders because. With all that's happened and historic losses in one-score games and all that, they they played hard for the coaching staff. There seems to be some good vibes around the team. And here's the situation. Kansas City goes there. They can get the bye uh, as far as the postseason's concerned. They're laying right now nine, nine and a half. Here's the oddity with Kansas City. They're 5-0 and straight up in division this year, but they're 0-5 ATS. We've talked about the theme with Kansas City, right, Michael? They win, but they don't cover, and that's where they sit right now. They've got to cover the nine and a half today in Las Vegas. Yeah, and, and if you go back to week five of the season on the Monday night game where the Raiders really had a great chance to win that game, you know, they played well in that game. They started oh, yeah. off, uh, uh, you know, they, they had an opportunity. I think they were they, they were up. They, they Really where they lost the game was the middle eight. They're up 20-10 to 10 at the half, and by the time they get the ball back again, they were up 20-3. to three. And by the time they, they, they have one drive, and they're, now they're down 24-20. to 10, 20. Uh, and what killed them in this game here, Patrick, was they did a great job in the field on Kelsey. But the Chiefs were 4-4 four for four in the red zone, and Kelsey caught four touchdown passes, and that was the difference in the game. And so when you break it down, you know, the Raiders averaged 6.8 yards per play. The Chiefs were at 5.3. But 
this Raider defense then and today are completely different. You know, they don't have Chandler Jones. They don't have Perryman. They've lost Sin, the corner. They, they've lost a lot of guys. They're going to play some guys that are not really going to be on the team next year. Going to be a real challenge defensively. Offensively, though, I think they've come to life a little bit. I think that we saw Darren Waller, who they had high hopes for this year. Darren Waller has kind of emerged last week. He kind of got really going uh, with Jarrett Stidham. And, of course, Devontae Adams is so great. And, you know, Matt Collins has done a nice job. So they can attack the outside perimeter of this chief defense. they got to be able to block Chris Jones and handle him inside. But last week, you know, Nick Bosa and the whole 49er group, they didn't get a sack. Now, Bosa affected the game with the pressure on Colton Miller. But other than that, they played fairly well up front. Okay, we'll continue to cap Chiefs Raiders. I also have a question for you about Stidham, the involvement of Devontae Adams, who's an all-timer. We'll talk about that. We'll get Lombardi's line. Remember, we juxtaposed Michael's number against the market. So plenty to do. A win you're in with Tennessee and Jacksonville as well. We're just getting started. The theme today, Joel Embiid's foot. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, pay attention, Michael. Pay attention, Dominic. Jeff Siegel, both from Santa Anita. He's got two plays today. Express bet, race four. He likes the three-horse, Thornhouse at five to two. Race seven, Jeff Siegel has the one-horse, Thirsty John, on top at four to one. Bet these races and more at First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Get 10 bucks free when you sign up right now. Also, use the code HORSE200. You get a, On your first deposit, you get a match up to $200. It's a great deal. We love Express Bet. Longtime sponsors of the Lombardi line. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details. That's VEASAN.com dot com slash horses for details maybe we should start with the expert i know you were facetiming with the squad including dominic yeah. michael lombardi as we welcome you back who does dominic have today at 4 30 my time 
Wait, what time is the game starting at your time? Is it 4.30 your time, 1.30 my time? Yeah, a little yes, bit later 1:30 today, right? Yes, 1.30 your time. And then we the night game is at 8 o'clock my time, 5 o'clock your time. Yeah, of course, he's taking the Raiders and the points. I got the good, Raiders good. sign in there. You know, but he's, he's a little too busy to give me any other of his picks. So he's put together a puzzle. So I don't I, I didn't get much more out of him than that. <laughs> that is much more important. It, it, but I did hear, does he need a haircut? Is that what's happening with King Dominic? Does he need a haircut? No, I mean, his father needs a haircut. His father's oh, okay. too, too gotcha. busy to get a haircut. You know, he just his father can't gave me the line, you know, time is money. Nobody works harder. So, you know, nobody works goes. harder Patrick. than your boy, Mick. Okay. Let's yep. get to it. And speaking of Mick, uh, he runs the offense there and Jared Stidham. I thought Stidham was great. I thought the most important yeah. thing for Stidham, what he showed was the ability to stay and also move around the pocket in his first start. Yeah, no doubt. I think and he moved up in the pocket, which is something we don't talk a lot about in, in covering football is, you know, one of the things that New England and the Raiders and the teams that everything's different with protections at different teams. So what happens is in New England, the Belichickian approach is we set inside out. So what does that mean? That means we want everybody to run around the quarterback so the quarterback can step up into the pocket, so he can climb the ladder in the pocket and stay in there and throw. When a quarterback escapes early and starts to run before he has to run, the play breaks down, and all of a sudden, the defense gains a huge advantage. So what, they're, what, what, what Sidham did last week was stay in the pocket, and then when he did have to move, you know, he was able to keep his eyes down the field and make a throw. And I think he was very comfortable within the offense. And so, you know, he needs to build on that. He's going to have to make some really good throws because the Chiefs are going to play man-to-man. They're going to be over or around. They're going to be in the face of the receivers. And they've got to do it. Uh, you know, Jacobs, I don't know how much he'll play today. I know he's kind of banged up, but he's a tough kid. They'll get the running game going. They've got to block Chris Jones inside. I mean, that's going to be the real issue. And it's funny, whenever I watch Chief tape, I marvel at how Chris Jones is offsides on almost every single play but never he gets is. called for. It, You're so right about that. It's unbelievable. You're so right. It's about really that. unbelievable. He's offsides every play. His helmet's in the neutral zone, and no one ever calls it. I I, I don't under he gains and and why is that so important? Because when you gain the line of scrimmage and you control the line of scrimmage like that, you have an advantage over the offensive linemen. So uh, that'll be a challenge. They're going to have to play as well as they did last week, uh, the Raiders in their offensive line, if they're going to move the ball as effectively as they did against the 49ers. And I know this, the 49ers really were taken back by what happened last week. I don't think the 49ers expected Stidham to play like that, and I don't think the 49ers expected that offense to be as efficient against their defense as it was. No, Stidham was coached up. They did a great job getting him ready to go. They played well against that 49er defense, which is the best in the league. Uh, Vegas, by the way, 5-1 and one ATS their past six home games. They've covered at home, three straight covers at home, and this points to an over today. We'll get the total for you, but all five meetings between the Chiefs and Raiders since 2020 have gone over the total. And Vegas is 4-1 ATS their past five games as a dog. So everything sets up for Vegas in this spot as a dog. And also the total right now sitting at 52.5 off the 50.5 opener. The market's looking for some points today. Yeah, I think that I think and that think that's right. I think it's going to be really challenging for the Raiders to slow down Mahomes. This is going to be a red zone game for the Raiders, right? The last time they played, they lost because they were four, the, the the Chiefs were four for four in the red zone, cost them the game. So the, the 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 Raiders are not going to be able to hold them in the field, right? They're not going to be able to play in the field as well as they need to play, but they've got to be able to to to, to stop Mahomes from moving around in the red zone, buying more time and then making a play. I mean, when you break down the stats in the last game, which is fascinating, I mean, the the, the Chiefs 
both teams were only in 12 third downs. They were only in 12 third downs. So what that tells you is they were getting first downs and two downs, and they were moving the football effectively. The, Ra the Raiders were at 6.8 yards per play. I mean, they were making plays in the game. They just didn't finish the red zone one time. They didn't get down there in the red zone. And, and of course, naturally, they didn't stop the Chiefs from, from handling the red zone either. And, and what, what kills you more than anything when you're playing against a team like this is the fact that you've got to be able to take advantage of opportunities, especially when you get down there, because you're not going to beat the Chiefs 10-7. You know, you're not going to be able to do that. You've got to be able to find a way to, to get the ball down the field and, and convert touchdowns. Speaking of taking advantage, longtime bettors know when you enter the final week of the regular season, you're looking for props that match up to contract incentives, right? And I'll get to some of those. I'll lay out the contract incentives that maybe you can hit a prop later today. But I will say this. Mahomes is 430 yards away from setting the single-season se single season passing record, only Manning ahead of him. His uh, passing yard prop today set at 318.5. But the year from Mahomes has just been exemplary. Yeah, I mean, 318.5. And, and in the last game, Patrick, he got 292. He threw the ball 43 times in that game for 292. Now, what the Raiders did a good job in that game is the only his longest pass play was 36 yards. So they didn't give up that one play drive for a score. So, but he was able to convert those red zones. And look, this this Raiders secondary is going to struggle. There's no doubt about that. They're they're going to have a hard time. They're going to have to play a lot of zone, reroute the receivers, and make him work the ball down the field, not give up a big play. But Mahomes' movement, his ability to change and slide in the pocket to create those big plays are always tough. And it's hard to get them on the ground. And, you know, last week against the, the Broncos at home, you know, they were really moving the football. Then they stall out in the third quarter. They go three plays and out. And then they come back in the fourth quarter and put the game away. So, look, this is kind of the Chiefs the way they play, you know. And even, even though we talk about Andy Reid doesn't like to run the ball, I mean, they have been running it more than they have typically. They have taken the opportunity to, to take what the defense has given them. Okay, we'll circle back and get the Lombardi line on Chiefs Raiders. I want to move to Titans Jags, and then we'll kind of, it's two games today, so we have plenty of time to stretch out. The Titans are 7-9, and nine, the Jags are 8-8. Eight and eight. The Jags, Michael, have won four in a row, five of six and six of eight, to position themselves uh, in a position to win their second division title since the turn of the century. Trevor Lawrence, they have the answer, correct? Let's start there. They have the answer at quarterback. They know he's a franchise kid moving forward. Are you good with that? Yeah, I think... I think there's no doubt. I mean, look, he, he has gotten better as the year went on. I think you have to almost dismiss last year, right? I think that the whole Urban Meyer, no offensive really, not understanding. Urban Meyer had no clue about pro football, what it takes, how to set an identity of offense, what he needed to do. And I think this year they've gotten – they've finally found that. And I think that, you know – one of the areas where Lawrence has improved on is his mechanics. He's kind of been more consistent with his delivery, and his performance has, has enhanced itself. I mean, the last time they played the Titans, he only throws 12 incomplete passes. You know, and he made some incredible, incredible throws. He threw for 368 in the game. He throws for 368 in the game, and here's an important number to think about, Patrick. He throws for 368. The longest pass play of the day was 25 yards. So that's a lot of completions that are in that 20-yard big play range that don't go down the field. 
So he was accurate with the football, and he made those plays, and Ingram was the difference in the game. I mean, Evan Ingram, first-round pick of the New York football Giants, was drafted as a tight end. He never was a tight end. He's a mismatch inside receiver. That's what he is. He's Marquise Colston, if you will, going back to days mm. when Sean Payton was in New Orleans. And that gives him an advantage, and he, and he made those plays. He was targeted 15 times. He had 11 receptions for 162 yards. You know, and, and, and that's really what happened. And then Kirk added in it, but it was Lawrence's pinpoint accuracy that I think made the difference. And let's be honest here. The Titans are up 14-7 to in the game, and they start turning the ball over. And that's where they lost the game. They moved the football against them. They did. They moved the football. Henry had 121 yards rushing. He only had 17 carries. I mean, we lose sight of that. I know the Jags dominated the game. But if you break the game down, this game really came down to the, the Titans' inability to hold on to the football. And I think if they do that today, it's going to be a close game. Henry's going to be important. The Titans are a team that's lost six straight since a Thursday night win against Green Bay a week before Thanksgiving, Michael. Think about this. The Titans are also starting their third quarterback in Joshua Dobbs, who joined the team four days before Christmas. What a spot for Vrabel. Yeah, I mean, look, Vrabel knows, got to slow the game down, right? I mean, last time he played them, the Jags had the ball 33 minutes. That, 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 that doesn't work for them. He's got to have the ball 33 minutes, and his defense has got to play 27 minutes. I mean, let, the best way for Vrabel today is play less defense. He knows that, that Peterson isn't going to come out here and try to establish the running game. He knows Peterson's going to throw the football. It's going to be really important that his front, the four guys that rush, get pressure. That's going to be the key to the game. So he's going to treat this game a little bit like the way he played the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Pressure, drop coverage, play play drop seven, force them to have to try to run it. Okay, Tennessee's lost six straight. They're also over those six. 0-5-1 ATS. They're catching six and a half down in Jacksonville today. When we come back, the Lombardi line. Let's get them for both Chiefs and Raiders and then also Titans-Jags. Just getting started here on a Lombardi line on a Saturday. to the Lombardi line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, wow, we've never had a special like this before in my four years. This is a pretty great deal. So we always talk about becoming a VSEN pro. You can do it now for $9.99. Think about that. You get everything Lombardi offers. You get all the free picks, which we email directly to you. You get the pro tools, including the splits. You get everything, including the guides, for $9.99. It's introductory, so you get it for a month. There's no reason not to sign up right now for 9 bucks. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get everything we offer, along with 24-7, a video channel, which you can just log on. It's so easy to access. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So right now, and this isn't going to last, $9.99 for a month. And you can decide what to do. It's that simple. Make money. You're going to make more than $9.99 when you sign up for a month. I can assure you that. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we welcome yeah. you back here. Lombardi Line, I, I Michael Lombardi this, there. Patrick. Yes, I, I mean, I know we work for VEASAN, but I, I was on the website this morning. I, I don't think there's a better website for information and peeling back the layers without agenda than our website at VEASAN.com. I mean, it's incredible. It really is. And there's so much information there that as a better or as a consumer of trying to learn about the game and the games, and I mean that in a plural sense. I mean, you know, I, I, tend, I focus on football because that's my area of expertise. But like JVT and basketball, 
football. There's so many uh, Matt Humans in all sports. I mean, Matt Humans is truly the the expert in a lot of areas, and and uh, Mac it in. So I I was going through it today, and I thought to myself, man, this is a really really good website that people need to utilize. It really will help. And I say that as an employee of Veasan. But I, I mean, but I would go there even if I wasn't. It's really good, and I don't go to too many of those. Like I, I try to stay away from it because I don't want to get my mind kind of changed. I, I look more at statistical sites than I do information sites. But this combines both. Clean interface. Humans is joining us in 28 minutes. I would say this: if websites at this point um, intimidate you, go to vison.com, enter your email address, and you get the daily newsletter from Bill AD every day. And what he does is he kind of categorizes the links. So if you want to bet on the 146 basketball games today in college hoops, we'll have picks right there categorized. So go over there and enter your email address. It's all free. And by the way, that $9.99, we've never offered it before. So vison.com slash subscribe. Michael, the look ahead is also there. I always look forward to your article on Friday. And and we also will have, and you'll get Thomas Gables, who is really, really a sharp, sharp player in well he went two and oh yesterday i don't mean to interrupt yeah, you but uh, he went two and oh yesterday and he just sent me over one two three four picks which i sent to elliot i believe he received him so those will be up thomas gable's college hoops picks today i'm glad you mentioned that okay let's do the lombardi line because this is important i know a, a lot of people wait to see the difference between your number and the market's number and we'll start with the early game not so early but kansas city and vegas it's nine nine and a half, depending on what book you're betting, and fifty two and a half on the total. So nine nine and a half, and your number is what here for this game? I have it at a seven point seven three game. So that that means there's an zero point four three eight room of wiggle. Now, on my game codes, which is significant too, because you got to weigh those in. The Chiefs are one of the best teams in game codes, right? So they are in the top. They are in the top twelve in fourteen categories right 14 out of 19 they're in the top 12 really good the raiders are only in good in, t- in two of those categories now the raiders the last 10 w- the last 10 weeks the last 5 weeks have improved in a lot of areas offensively they really kind of come a long way so with the game codes and that line it's a little bit of a gray i think the 9 number would lean me to take in the raiders 9 and a half obviously would be better but i do think when you're in these games you know, I think the one thing you have to be really cons- aware of is these divisional matchups. These, it, you know, the Raiders Chiefs, the Broncos Chiefs. The, you know, they're a little because the teams know each other so well. It it just strictly isn't a numerical equation, right? You just it's hard to dominate a team you play twice, even when you're bad. I mean, I can remember going to Kansas City with a really bad team in 2002 or 2003. And our guys would play as well as they could play because it was the Chiefs, right? There was, there was this, hey, this is a rivalry game. And I think you have to weigh that a little bit into your handicapping. And we also talked about divisional unders being a trend this year. However, with these two, the Raiders and Chiefs, the last five meetings have gone over. I'm expecting some points today. These are two yeah. pretty prolific offenses. And so what, what helps an over? Like, what makes an over kind of come through for you, right? And so... To me, it's when you play a lot of man-to-man, like the Chiefs do, and you get a one-play 40-yard gain or a two-play 60-yard drive. So when you can beat man-to-man coverage and you can make a chunk play, what keeps unders in play? Zone. 
red zone defense, making you work the ball down the field, eating up a lot of play clock, right? That's how unders come into play. So Tennessee, Jacksonville, Tennessee's plan is today is to stay under. You know, that number was, I think it's still 40. That, that, that game plan is to stay under. That's, I mean, Vrabel's not thinking I'm, I want to be under 40. Vrabel's thinking more in terms of score. I need to win this game 2017. I need to win this game 21-10. I need to win this game, you know, 17-10. That's how he's thinking. Whereas Peterson's thinking, I need to get to the 25-27 range, force them to have to score. See, the under and the overs by the book are numbers. The coaches think of it as how do I want to play the game? Whereas the Raiders know going into this game today that they have to, they're not going to slow down this Chief team. If, if they can hold the Chiefs into the 20s, that would be a miracle. But this could be a 35-31 game. And the Raiders Chief. probably know, too, they need the ball last to win the game. Yep. Chiefs-Raiders, the Lombardi line says the wiggle points to the Raiders. I won't say if it's an official play. Now let's move to Tennessee-Jacksonville. And let's juxtapose the numbers. Tennessee, Jacksonville right now. Jacksonville, most shops showing a six-and-a-half favor, six favoritism. Uh, 40, you mentioned the low total, points to the under. Let's get the number Lombardi line on Tennessee and Jacksonville. Well, I had this. I have this as a, as a 7.62 number, right? So, it, it, so it's, I'm a little bit, I would favor Jacksonville here. But once again, you know, when we go over the, when we go over the game codes, this Jacksonville team has really improved over the last 10 weeks, right? The last five weeks particularly. So Jacksonville is in the top 12 in 10 of those game code areas that go towards winning. Tennessee's only in four. So there's a huge difference. And then you've got to weigh in the Joshua Dobbs factor, right? Can he do enough to help him win the game? And I think that's something you've got to really give a lot of consideration to. But I, again... I'm going to go back to the divisional matchups. It's going to be hard. You know, it's hard. It's a hard game to play when you go through this, right? It's a hard game to to beat another team, especially with a good coach like Vrabel. Like the last five weeks of the season, the the Jacksonville Jaguars are, are seventh in the league in terms of their ability to uh, of, of their improvement. The last ten weeks, they're ninth. And both areas, when you look at Tennessee, they're not. The last five weeks, Tennessee is thirtieth. And a lot of that has to do with a lot of injuries. So this is a one-game, really a one-game mentality for Vrabel. He's going to go into this thinking, this is our playoff game. This is our season. This is how we're going to build to 2023. We're going to build our season going forward, and we've got to do everything in our power to make it work. It's going to be fascinating. By the way, just as an aside, I teased the conversation about Devontae Adams. We, all, we often get caught up in recency bias and recency effects. This is one of the great talents we've seen at the, position, at the position, what he's done this year, and some of the remarkable catches from Adams. He's a marvel, and I know your son loves working with him. He's a great guy in the locker room as well. Yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 you know, you know how good he was from Green Bay, but I haven't watched so much of him. I mean, his eye-hand coordination is just flat-out remarkable. You know, and, and remember, I mean, I think they're going to beat – they might beat the Chiefs. There was a play in that Chief game. I don't know if you remember it. On the Chiefs sideline where it was ruled a catch where they he yes. got – they thought he got two feet in, but they, re, they reversed the call. He didn't get the two feet in. He didn't get that second step in. He's been remarkable of being able to get his second step down on the ground. That was one of those he didn't. But, but he made two big plays in this last game. He's, he's unbelievable. And it shows you that – 
that as a young, if you're a young receiver, you, like it's not all about vertical speed. It's about pace. It's about body control. It's about being able to go get that 50-50 ball, and you get it, they don't. Just want to mention something you said about the Jags and the total. Correlative betting, oftentimes important. If you do like the Jags catching six and a half today, I also would point to the under. Yeah. Oh, I think pardon that's me. right. Pardon, Michael, Michael, pardon me. The Titans, if you like the catch, if you like taking the six and a half, yeah. also correlation to right. the under there. I, I think that's right. I think to me, and I say this all the time, I think you as a better must visualize what you think this score will be, right? And the reason the score was so big the other time was the Titans turned the ball over four times. I don't think they're going to allow themselves to turn it over four times. I think this passing game will be about six or eight plays. I think the run game will feature a lot of different kind of runs within their framework. I think you'll see it now how Mike Caldwell, the defense coordinator for Jacksonville, adjust his game plan to these runs. But but Henry had 127 yards running against them last time. He's going to, and only I think 17 carries, he's going to get 25 carries. Again, doesn't always work out, but correlation, if you take the dog, generally points to the under. If you like the favorite, you go over. We like Vrabel in the spot, catching the six and a half under that 40. Like it. And Joshua Dobbs, Michael, you said it. That was essentially getting ready against the Cowboys, and he played pretty well. When we return, yep. Jack Johnson's going to join us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN. 
featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk. With BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA, place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you're going to receive up to $25 back in free bets. Just opt in with the promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With the one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points. Opt in the promotion, then place a one-game parlay in the NBA. Four legs or more. Make sure you check it out. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Got to be 21 years or older. Okay, Lombardi line on a Saturday as we welcome you back. A doubleheader today, final weekend of the NFL regular season. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. As we do on Saturdays, we're going to head out to the Beau. Beau Ravage down in Biloxi, Mississippi. He runs the race in Sportsbook. He's Carl Johnson. And right before we started, I don't know, Michael, if you heard it, but Carl is fired up because yeah. we've got the national championship game coming up on Monday. Of course, TCU in Georgia at SoFi, which is about eight miles down the road from me. But Carl, can you talk about the controversy before the game? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're not going to allow tailgating at a football game. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, I, I all I can say, Patrick, is – that type of stuff like that would not it, – it, it, it could not happen down here. It would be, you know, just uh, – uh, it, it just would not Sacrilegious. Happen. It would be sacrilegious yeah. is what it would be. I mean, you know, tailgating football in the South, I mean, that goes hand in hand. Why is that, Carl? What's the, what's the rationale behind it? I mean, they, so they say that there's not enough parking spot or parking area. Now, I've never been to SoFi, but they say that there's not enough area where they can allow – the tent structures and stuff like that still have flow of traffic. So I, but I, I look every tailgate I've ever been to, there is no flow of traffic. You get in there, <laughs> I mean, you know, yes, yeah, just a big party. I mean, come on, yeah, you know, how, what what are you supposed to do before you go to a football game? Just get out your car, walk into the stadium. I mean, I've never done that before, never. Well, one thing I can say, Millie Millie Lombardi can, can corroborate when we went to the Raiders Rams game. You, the, the parking lot's so big at SoFi, you lose like 10 pounds by the time you get to the stadium. So trust me, there's plenty of room for tailgating. I have no clue why they're not allowing it, Carl. Speaking of the game, TCU-Georgia, TCU's taking money, right? Because I see a couple of shops all the way down to 12. Yeah, I mean, they have, Patrick. I mean, we opened here uh, 13 and a half, and I actually I think uh, uh, the look ahead before that was around 15. Uh, we opened at 13 and a half, 62 and a half. We're at uh, 12 and a half, 63 and a half right now. And TCU is getting the bets here. They're uh, 68% of the money, uh, 75% of the ticket count, you know. And 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 look, uh, you, you know, I I, I was counting it. When I, when I seen him play Michigan, I mean, Michael will know more about this. You know, he's got those, those industry eyes for football, but – to me, it looks like they dominated the, the line of scrimmage there. I mean, I was amazed at how they were able to run the football, and, and they just, you know, it looked like they punched Michigan in the mouth. What do you think? I, I thought what they did a great job of, well, we knew Michigan going into the game was not a great pass rush team, just like Georgia's not a great pass rush team. And I think ultimately they did a wonderful job of protecting Dugan, and then he made some really great throws. I mean, he really did a hell of a job. And so, you know, I think they took advantage of the weakness of Michigan's team 
just like they're going to have to take advantage of the weakness of a very good Georgia team. I mean, and I think that's what Ohio State did too. Ohio State took advantage. Their receivers were better than the Georgia corners. And yeah. if you want to play man-to-man against them, you got to make sure you can hold up. And I think TCU's receivers are going to be better than the Georgia corners. So I do think this will. Now, I think Georgia's going to take a different approach in the game. I think Georgia's going to slow the game down. I think Georgia's going to try to run the ball. Michigan couldn't run the ball. They were too much spread, too much RPO runs. I think you'll see Georgia in more of a Agreed. conventional pro set run the ball, see if they can slow this game down a little bit and keep their defense off the field. Yeah, and, and you know, I, so I think that I think that thought process is correlating with the sharp play. You know, I think what they're doing is you, they they know just based on what you know, you know we've seen the last week and a half or so in college football with these high scoring games, the public is going to play this over, and those sharps, you know, they haven't hit this yet, but they know that that total is going to climb, and I would suspect that once we get to around sixty four. 64 and a half they'll pop the under uh yeah. and and with uh, with tcu getting the points uh you, you know and, and getting the bets um I, I look for them to pop that georgia line once it gets down just a little bit also yeah i, I think well that's put. right patrick i think he's right i think that i think this under is going to be more i think the one thing that i i think you have to take in consideration before you place a bet here is what kirby smart talked about after the Ohio State game, the euphoria of the moment, the missed field goal, you know, and he was not in that moment of, oh, wow. He knows he played a very bad game defensively, and he knows he got really lucky to win that game. Now, luck and, you know, they won, but I never heard a coach on the platform talking about how bad we played defensively. You know, I, usually they enjoy the moment and they talk to their team about it afterwards. So I, I think this is a lot of motivation in this. And I think Kirby's game plan is going to take off of from what Michigan did and try to change it. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how TCU adjusts to that. Yeah, them boys got a tongue lashing from Kirby after the Ohio State win. That's for sure. Okay, let's yeah. transition. That's coming up on Monday. Who are they betting today in the doubleheader NFL-wise? Let's start with Kansas City, Vegas. I got nine, nine and a half. Where are you sitting at the bow, Carl? Yeah, we opened here nine and a half, 53, Patrick. Uh, right now we're at eight and a half uh, and 52 and a half. Uh, Raiders getting the money here. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's a lot of points in this rivalry. Uh, Raiders uh, getting 65% of the money, uh, about 55% of the ticket count right now. Yeah, and I, I want to break the news to all our listeners out there, and I'm sure Mike Palm will want to know this too. But we're going to get a full dose of we're going to get a full dose of Scott Novak today, and you know that's that, just just hold on, just hold on. I'm not going to complain. Just hold on. That's it's going to be a wild say. ride. Yeah, it's it's be wild gonna, ride with that, your that flag's going to be out there, and and Scott Novak is not good to the home team. I'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> Good, good to note. And then finally, we've got to win your in, win the division, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Six and a half mostly I'm seeing with Jacksonville laying it, Carl. Yeah, we opened uh, six and a half, and, and, and that line has been pretty stagnant um, all week, Patrick. Um, the only thing that's moved on it is we opened at 38 and a half, and right now we're at 40. Um, wow, I mean, what can you say, you know, to Jaguars? I mean, uh, look, uh, you can say what you want, but – you know, I can remember, you know, for, for years, this team wasn't hardly ever bet. Uh, but uh, this year, they've been one of the betting favorites out there for the 
for the public and the sharps as well. You know, uh, what it, what a difference leadership makes here. Uh, they're on the right path. Uh, this is going to be a good football game. Um, you know, but uh, the Titans are getting a little bit bet here. It's about 52% of the money, and the ticket count is even at about 50%. Yeah, I, I mean, I think to me we're going to find out how good this Tennessee defense is and, and if they can hold up. And, you know, they, they typically during the course of the season, they have kind of early in the year they played better. The course of the season they did. Now, look, they got Joshua Dobbs, so they should be able to play better in the back end. That's the weakness of this team is to attack them in the passing game. And I don't think Tennessee's going to go all out on that. I think Tennessee's going to be conservative, which is, I think, why the under's really strongly in play. Yeah. Well, we know hey, there's uh, going to be – go ahead, Carl, please. I, I was just going to say, I mean, uh, you guys will know more about this than me probably, but haven't the Jaguars been one of the teams this year that's had, you know, the least amount of injuries? Yeah, they have. I mean, Walker's been hurt, and they've had some guys in their secondary beat up, but but they have been able to stay together as a team in that offensive line. I think they they lost a guy two weeks ago, but other than they lost a left tackle two weeks ago, and they put Walker Little in the kid from Stanford. But other than that, they've been fairly healthy. ATN's been in and out of the lineup, but look, the the whole key to this team has been their ability to to play the way Lawrence has really developed and has improved. I mean, since the Raider game, they have been really good. Now, they go to Kansas City. They weren't in that game. And the Lions, that, that was a close game at the half until the Lions blew them out in the second half. Lions put 40 on them. I mean, this defense is vulnerable if you can throw the ball. That's not Tennessee's game, though. Yep, Jags have been relatively healthy. They've won 6 of 8 down the stretch and an opportunity to make the postseason. No tailgating at the national championship game, but I'm guessing tailgating at the Beau Rivage for you, Carl Johnson, today. Oh, always. Look, I'm, I'm not going to be left without my food, baby. Uh, we're going to do some uh, pulled pool, pool pork sandwiches, uh, baked beans, and potato salad here later on at Jig Jacks. You got to think, love that. Michael. Gotta... I think that's the first time we heard the word salad uttered with that question. Yeah, isn't I mean, it? I, I, we I heard can't potato imagine. salad. Yeah, it's not, it's not green salad. It's potato salad. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a it's, yeah. it's a carb salad, but it, it, it is a salad nonetheless. He's Jick Jack yeah. Johnson, of course. Who doesn't need more Twitter. mayonnaise? Who doesn't need more mayonnaise in their life, right? <laughs> I think I think I think the answer is all of us. Uh, of course, Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter. <laughs> One more is the podcast. Beau Ravage, stop by, get a picture. Thanks, Carl. Have a great day. You guys have a good one. Thank we'll you, Carl. You Circuit Invitational. And our guy Matt Humans joins us next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.